Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is the first episode of First Class Interviews. I'm your host, E. Carter, as always, and I'm here with my co-host, That Guy James. That Guy 937 James, but that's cool, though. That's cool. We'll, we'll work on it. All right. We'll it's, still, it's still early, so we'll get it together. Right. <laughs> and uh, for this first episode, man, I got a good friend of mine. Um, he's a photographer, man. His name is Matt Massey, and... Um, I got him here for our first interview, man. So, uh, first off, just you know, say hello, introduce yourself. All right, I'm Matt Massey, uh, known of Prime Effects Photography. Uh, been doing photography for, oh uh, man, since the nineties. Straight way Generation X. Season <laughs> <laughs> in the building, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but yeah, man, I uh, I got started like in the '90s doing film. My dad did photography. Uh, learned all a bunch of different uh, techniques, you know, with film. Mm-hmm. But I hated film. Right. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of math calculations. Okay. I learned them, but I hated it. <laughs> right. Uh, dark rooms, I hated them. I only worked in dark room, dark room like a few times, and learned to start allocating my resources. Right. <laughs> I liked it to take the pictures, but didn't like to develop them. Right. Okay. Let me know. Let me know later. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, before we get into the rest of the interview, man, I want you to feel as comfortable as possible. So I got a couple icebreakers, man. So Okay. Uh mm-hmm. top three favorite celebrities. Oh man. Uh The Rock. Okay. You kinda look like the Rock. Yeah, that's one of the reasons <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been called Samoan too. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Everybody be like, I like the Rock's brother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the pebble. <laughs> yeah. uh, Robert Downey Jr., of course. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and my third, I'd have to say Rihanna. Okay. Yeah. Everybody uh, else had two legs except for her. Rihanna. Just one. <laughs> one, one, one yeah, I, think, I like that. All right, cool. Uh, hold on, hold on. I got one for you. I got one yeah, for you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Top three directors and uh, top three uh, movies as far as the way that they were shot. Okay. Uh, directors, I have to say um, John Favreau. And what movies did he He's the one that does all the Marvel shit. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and he did, uh, you know, The Mandalorian? Yeah. He yeah. did that. Okay. And brought Luke Skywalker back. Yeah, yeah, he did that though. Yeah, he did that though. Yeah, yeah. he was the guy that played Happy in Iron Man. Okay, okay, yeah, the big dude. Yep, that's the driver. Right. Yeah, yep, yep. okay, he, okay. Yeah, he's a director and he, and here, he acted man. in it too. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep, that's okay. him. That's Dir- what's up. Director man. playing in his own movies. That's right. that's what's <laughs> yep. up, man. I love it. Uh huh. Um, I have to say, George Lucas. I, yes, I am a Star Wars geek. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I liked it uh, because of my nerd. You know what I mean, I really appreciated his work ethic and what he did and what he made the movie, especially yeah. 
starting off with the earlier films not having a lot of money or a lot of shit yeah. to work with for real. Yeah. I, I tip my hat off to that, man, for real. Yeah, man, it was all really about good. technique with him, yeah. you know? Um, you, you figure out how to make something happen out of nothing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or just take a oh, yeah. few little resources and next thing you know, you got something grand. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then, um, but going off of that, my say my, my third director is a friend of mine named Amari Matlock. Okay. Which he did something similar that George Lucas did. And he's a director here in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, and, okay. and I think he also goes out to Washington. I think he lived down in Washington, D.C. for a while, too. Okay. But, yeah, he, he's one of my other favorite directors because he takes nothing and turns it into something. looks like he had a big budget, but really he had a little budget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he had some of his films play up at the neon and everything. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. That's big business though, for real. Oh, man. yeah. I like that. What about uh, top three movies that you just love the way they were shot? Oh, man. I'd say 1917. Have you any of y'all seen that one? I haven't. I started I started oh, out about man. to watch it, and then Ooh, I think boy. I ended up getting sidetracked. But I heard it was a great movie, though. Dude, it was awesome. They made the whole movie look like it was one take. It was done in one take. Yeah. That's yeah. one of that's one of the good yeah. reviews that I did hear about that movie. Uh yeah. ADR, he was watching it one day. That's how I kind of started watching it. But then yeah. he was already like so far in the movie trying to tell me what already happened. And I'm like, nah, I'll just come back and watch it. Watch <laughs> it. Another time. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not about to sit here, but oh, okay, be mid-movie, like, oh, but what happened with the you missed that part. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, what's uh, the next two? My next two, I'd have to say um, Iron Man, the very first Iron Man. Mm. Yeah. And the reason why is because of the way he, uh, he built himself up. Yeah. And he made a transit and he uh, made a transition. He mm. built himself up. Um, that was just cool to watch. And plus, you know, at the time when it came out, there wasn't a whole lot of movies like that. Yeah, kind of like futuristic. Yeah, futuristic tech, tech and then having the CGI and all the stuff to make it really happen. And that was that movie. It's just like, oh man, they done brought Iron, they done did Batman, Superman, all these little superheroes and tights type, you know, movies. And now they finally got this guy that. You gotta literally, if you don't have CGI, you almost it's can't make it happen. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. now they got it to happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and just the way they put that movie together just just blew my mind. Yeah, oh yeah. And then I say my um, my third movie would be um, what's that one? The one. Um, a uh, law, law abiding citizen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's that's oh, yeah. also I love that freaking movie. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that's also one of my one of my favorites. Uh Gerard yeah. Butler, yeah. he definitely did his thing. Jamie Foxx did his thing in that movie. Nah, right? and it was funny, it was crazy because yeah. uh first mm-hmm. I was picturing the name when he found the directors like uh like the Christopher Nolans. Yeah. Or the uh was it Quentin Tarantino's? Yeah. And, you know what I mean? But, yeah. Yeah, that was interesting, though. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino, he's one of my favorite directors, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> I got um, a couple you know of them, for real. Like, you got Steven Spielberg. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Michael Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Bay. 
I felt like he was cool. Man, that's all Transformers. I right. feel like yeah. he cool. Like he, 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 he's like a sound guy to me. Yeah. Sure, like the sound effect. I see, guy. yeah. Between mm-hmm. that and them action scenes and Transformers was amazing. Yeah, but I mean, they were. But I mean, as compared to movies <laughs> like uh, uh, Inception and The Prestige. Yeah. And, and The Dark Knight. Like, yeah. come on now. It is. It's I like sound. Shit, you can almost, you can almost like, you could... Put it in audio. Go to like lay down in your bed and just listen to the audio yeah. and get excitement out of it. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> well, uh, keep pushing on, man. Uh, thank you for that. You know, a little icebreaker. You feel a little bit more comfortable now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, man. Uh, I know that you are a, a listener to the podcast, yes. and I want that same type of vibe that we have on on our show. Yeah. With these interviews. And okay. If you listen to our show, y'all know we, we like to have fun. We like to have some laughs. We like to have, make some jokes. Uh, but we also keep it real, keep it serious, and we want everybody to always feel comfortable. Uh, so that's why I like to start off with a little icebreaker, man. You know, a couple questions that's really not, it's about you, but not about you. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> so you started off uh, explaining how you started getting into photography. Uh, just continue with that a little bit more okay. on how, how you got to... You know, running running your own business with it. Okay, well, I ended up stopping photography. <laughs> I went into the military. Okay. And um, didn't really touch it. I, I was sort off as an artist as a child, and I would draw, like, portraits, stuff like that, oh, okay. comics, stuff like that. Um, I had, like, my little people that got me into it in school. Okay. Like, one of them was uh, my friend Amari. Yeah. He, he he was an artist, and, um, well, he still is an artist, but uh, he's the one that I wanted to draw like him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, yeah. That Everybody one got friend, that like, one friend that you want to, yeah. Teach me. Teach me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he would actually show me some shit. So, and, and he even drew a couple pictures, and it's like, here, take that, and learn from it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I was yeah. up there trying to draw like him. And um, and then I started doing my own thing eventually, you know. So I start um, getting people would pay me money to draw portraits. So I found comic. I drew comics, but it wasn't my thing. It was portraiture. That was my thing. So I did that. People at school would pay me money to draw pictures for them. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And yeah. so I made a little, you know, having a little side hustle going on. Right. So, but I went into the military, um, totally left photography alone. It was like, I don't even like photography anymore. Like, right. oh, okay. <laughs> you know? Cause I was, cause I was like, Man, yeah. did you miss it? Like, did you have yeah. an like, yeah. something? I had a void in my something was missing. Man. I was like, oh shit, what was it, man? The fuck was missing? Yeah. But uh, what uh, what branch did you go into? I went to Air Force. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so you smart, smart. Not really. <laughs> I mean, you know what? People try. I know people joke about it and stuff, but the only difference between the Air Force and all the other branches is ten points. Hey, <laughs> that's really all it is, and that ten points is on the small scale. Yeah. Where it's like you got to get like a 32 on your ASVAB to get into the Army, yep. Navy, Marines. Well, you got to get a 42 to get in the Air Force. Oh, right. It still ain't 100. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? <laughs> so it's not really like you got somebody in the Army that scored a 70 on the ASVAB. And you got someone in the Air Force that scored a 50. 
You see what I'm saying? They just went to the branch that they, they went to. They just went to the from. branch that they went to. It's really not a big deal. Right. You know? Okay. You got yeah. higher than the average. Barry, don't play yourself. I was like, I mean, I'm, I'm a dumbass because I took the ass rap twice. Oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, everybody every everybody <laughs> knows. <laughs> I, everybody knows I did not go to the military. So, listen, bro, the questions that they had on there, I was not equipped for. Yeah. Like, straight like, up. What, what questions are now I've been trained. Now I'm interested. Like, what, what type of questions are Bruh, these tests? I mean, but you got to think about it. When he took his, it was, they probably redid the test a couple of times by the time I took mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Excuse me. What was on your test? Oh, they got everything on there. They got math. They got um, reading. Um, they want to see how well you can um, do mechanical shit. Like, they'll have, like, little gears on, like, pictures of gears, and you got to tell which way it's going to flow out or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. The, stuff like the pulley system. Yeah. Like, some of that stuff was like, okay, I know the pulley system. We learned that in school. Yeah. I put this on this lever. Yeah. But then I didn't go to, yeah. like, a, a vocational school. Well, I went to a vocational school, technically, uh, Patterson. But, you know, we yeah. I was in, I was in uh, graphic arts. So, you know, I didn't go to machine trades. Yeah. So... No, nah, I actually went to pen design for the whole state of Ohio. I remember you talking about that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so like when I got to the test, it was like I got to certain mechanical or engineering questions, and I'm like, why the fuck would I know that? Yeah. Like I'm 17, 18 years old. Like why the fuck would I know that? Yeah. But <laughs> like it, I went with the same thing I used to do in school. If you don't know, I, my last name start with a C. I go with C. Yeah. <laughs> if you got an E on there, I'm going with E. Like that's just yeah. that's one of those man. That's my good luck charm, but. But yeah, so you went to you went to the military. You left uh, photography behind for a while. Yeah. And uh, how was that military life? And was there anything that kind of guided you back towards photography while you was in the military, or was nah. that something that happened? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, nah, man. Um, freaking, I went in the military, and I think and this is what I come to the conclusion: being, you know, where I'm at in my life now. Your outside influences will, will de- can help determine. I ain't saying it will, but it will help determine your interests. Mm-hmm. So, I was married, and when I was in, there, I got married when I was in the Air Force, and so I led the married life. Right. My money, my ex-wife, she at the time well, we were married, so but she she controlled the finances. We had all our money going to one account. <laughs> Okay, so she she did that. I, I said, just give me a hundred dollars a week. <laughs> you know, I'm good. <laughs> like, oh, he's a yeah. Great man. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet she loved it. You know, yeah. But 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 she handled it pretty good. You know, and um, she uh, she had her things that she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Those things included me. That left out a lot of time for me to be who I was, yeah. you know. So once we got a divorce, then I started transitioning back into being me, you know. So I see that. yeah, and I started rapping. <laughs> Believe it or not, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I used to, I used to do, I used to dab, dabble in music back in the day as well. Yeah. yeah. 
It is crazy though. I mean, I had me a, a beat machine. No, not a beat machine, but I had a. a what was it? You, you you take the audio out. One of the machines that take the audio out out of a and make an instrumental or whatever. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it didn't do it too well, but some you had to find the right song to do it. And uh, I would rap. I had a one of my friends that rap, and so I was like, I want to rap like him. But yeah, man, I uh, did that for a while, but then I realized, like, nah, this ain't really me, because I started having people come at me like, all right, I want to produce, and they're talking about royalties. As soon as I started saying royalties, I started, like, getting disinterested in it. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're basically oh, okay, I see where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna waste it. Like, oh, like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I ended up stop. I stopped rapping. I got out the military, came back home, started working with my dad and uh, doing construction and um, letter bank. He did construction, letter bankman, all this stuff. And I ran his company for a while, almost almost a year. <laughs> and um, then me and him kind of fell out. And I was like, okay, let me go find another job so I ended up working for a plane company and uh, called uh, Plane Technologies did that for a while didn't like it stopped that <laughs> but every time I would I, and, I, and I did a couple jobs like that I would go in quit go in quit go in quit but while I was doing that I started drawing again yeah. okay so I do that start getting paid I now I understand the definition of a starving artist. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely real. I, I've actually had to work with art to literally pay my bills at one point. Okay. So I know what it's like to actually have the lights on, but it'd be because of the artwork that I've done, which was kind of cool. Right. But at the same time, it kind of sucked because of the all or nothing scenario. Yeah, exactly. And so I didn't really like that feeling when it got like that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me go get something steady. So find another job. Then since I was in the military, I had this thing called the GI Bill. Right. Okay. It only lasts so long, like 10 years. Mm -hmm. But then mine was about to expire. And... So finally, I said, okay, let me go to ITT and see what they're talking about, see if I could go to school. I always wanted to do drafting. Mm. So when I went and talked to the the um, the counselor up there, I, come, I found out that if I didn't, or if I started school right then and there, I would go, my schooling would go past my due date for my GI Bill to expire, mm. in which I would be in school, my GI Bill would stop, but I would still be in school. Right. Yeah. So I was like, damn, fuck. <laughs> I should have did this sooner. Yeah, I should have did it like, sooner. Yeah. But luckily they had just passed a new law or a new thing in the military where they had a post-9-11 mm. GI Bill. Okay. Which extended it another five years. Oh, okay. So, but in order for me to take that, I wouldn't get all 100%. I would only get a portion, which was like, I think it was like 50% or something. Okay. But it was still enough to pay for your school, my school. Okay. 
And plus, I got a military stipend every month to live off of. Mm. So I didn't have to go to work. At the time I was working, I got let go from Time Warner. I was working at Time Warner, and um, I got unemployment. So I took the unemployment plus my military stipend, and I lived off of it while I went to school. Okay. And I went to school for three years, nine months, mm. and I got uh, went ahead and got two degrees out of it. I was a blessing for everyone. It was. Well, right, right. And, and and there's a reason for it is because when you go to schools like ITT, you're getting a lot of hands on. Mm-hmm. You're paying for that small classroom. Man, right. Man. You know. Because mm-hmm. bigger pay- the classroom takes away from each individual each student. Each individual student. And the same teachers that are at Wright State. They'll teach there in the morning, but guess where they go in the afternoon? ITT. ITT and teach. <laughs> so you're, people be like, oh, the education is, nah, it's the same education. It's the same teachers. Okay. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just got a little e-carter. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I went there, and um, what happened was I was doing my drafting. And then I did I did um, project management after that. But while I was doing that, I saw the VC students. And I'm the type of guy that I won't stop doing something until I finish it. Yeah. Since I already started drafting, I was going to finish drafting. But I did see the VC students or visual communication students, and I got a little jealous. Because <laughs> they were learning all the shit that I want to learn. That's when I got introduced to graphic design. So, okay, yeah, I'm learning drafting, but on the side, I started taking some of my friends, VC friends' books. I would study, they would let, loan them to me, let me study them. Um, got on YouTube, start learning. I ended up teaching myself graphic design. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm talking about like everything, not not just like some bullshit, but like I learned how to like typography, kerning the letters, all this shit, right? And, um, Said, okay, that's what I really want to do. <laughs> so I got these two degrees, but I probably won't never, never, never use them. <laughs> you know, and I and I don't even like them no more. <laughs> right. I mean, um, just a comment on that is uh, a lot of people don't know, I actually had uh, a little scholarship to go to ITT. Yeah. From... Like I said, I went to school for graphic design, um, and we had to take a Sinclair class, and then we had that. Uh, I had that. We had a pen design contest for Vicka for the whole state of Ohio. Mm-hmm. So somehow, <laughs> my ass ended up winning. And wow. the, and the crazy thing about that design that I made that won the whole thing out of the state <laughs> yeah. was it was a design that I really didn't put a lot of thought and effort in. Yeah. It was really something that I was just dragging, That's clicking. Cool. All right, I'm going to fade this out. All right, I'm going to add this color. No, nah, I don't like that. I'm going to take this away. I'm going to put this back. All the ones I put effort in and like <laughs> mentally sketched out. Probably overthought it for real. Yeah. But the one that, that hit, like no lie, like I know I got a picture of it somewhere. What was it? It was basically, it looked like the American flag. 
All right, so hold on, hold on. Let's take it back just just one second. <laughs> I'm, about to ask, I'm about to ask a stupid question. So what is a pen design? For those a that pen, don't know. A pen, a pen is those type of pens that you put on, like, your uh, your blazers. Oh, okay. Like With that the type little that, needle and yeah, stuff, yeah. That 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 mm-hmm. type of pen, not like a writing pen or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I thought you drew something with in pen. No, 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 no. A pen, no, that's, but that's not a stupid question, because a lot of, like, yeah. I think about that every time I say it, like, do they know what I'm talking about? But <laughs> it's, a, it's the pens that you clip on to, like, your clothes, your shirts, your blazers, and stuff like that. Like, when you see uh, politicians got that little uh, American flag or USA or whatever, that pen that's clipped on, it was like that and basically it, it was the same color as the flag it had blue in it it had white in it it had red in it wow. I had the state of Ohio in the background oh, wow. and then I think I had some words in it somewhere too okay. <laughs> I, I know I got a picture of it somewhere because because uh, my mom she actually cause they gave me a couple copies of the actual pen and she took that pen and I had it it was already framed and everything I really have no idea where that's at but wow. I know I got it in the frame somewhere okay. Uh, and when I find it, I, I'll let you see it and stuff. But I won the whole state, and with that, it came. That's it cool. came with a, a three hundred dollar cash prize. Wow. And because of that, that whole contest and everything, I ended up getting a a scholarship for ITT. Wow. To to study graphic design. That's cool. So I kind of feel where you're coming from when you say like you just lost interest in it because. Yeah. When I went to when I went to Patterson to study graphic design, I had no interest in it then. Mm. I just had to pick something. Yeah. And I picked graphic design because my favorite color is red, and that's what they wore. Wow. Like literally, <laughs> that's like cool, I, man. I'm, I'm so that I'm so serious. Cool, like it was like it was either red or black. If I yeah. would have chose black, that was business. That was a business vocation. Like, and there was like you don't want to go into machine trades or or or, or auto. Nope. <laughs> I'm not trying to wear a jumpsuit every day. So, I, yeah, I wasn't trying to do that. I'm like, man, what color do they wear? Oh, they wear red polos and, and, and khakis. Put me in that one. And then I ended up doing that. And then by the time I get out of school and graduate, it's like, all right, are you going to hit up ITT, mm. use use some of these credentials that you then kind of built up out of nowhere yeah. and I didn't. I didn't I didn't utilize that avenue at all. Wow. I'm like, nah, I don't even want to do that. Yeah. And it's and it's crazy because the things that I'm doing now in business is bringing that side back out. Yeah. So it's like, man, if I would have went to school, like how you were saying that at first you're uh GI Bill wasn't going to cover the full extent, and you're like, yeah. damn, I should have came to school earlier. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I'm like thinking now, like, man, I could have just went to school then when I got out. Could have already had that degree. I could have already been five years ahead of what I'm doing now. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I, I it's 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 crazy, but you know, door sometimes doors open and you're not ready to walk through them. Exactly. You're not ready to exactly. walk through. Them. So, fast forward. Let's let's get to the photography, man. How did okay. you How did you dive back into photography? Oh, All right. I got one more question. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this is way into the photography. Yeah. You ever pulled a Leonardo DiCaprio on Titanic? You be like, yeah. Let me just sketch you real quick. Let's take this flick real quick. Nah, I ain't do that. 
Right, you can tell me after the end. You can tell me after the end. Oh, man, that's cool. That's cool. You're going to pull that card. All right. That's cool. That's cool. I ain't do that one. That's cool. Man. But, yeah, man, I... Um, I was doing that VC stuff. I uh, um, I was doing that VC stuff on my own and um, got got pretty good at it. So I uh, started taking in clients after a while. Okay. And um, I had to do, like, buy certain things like graphics or um, pictures, like um, stock photography. And I, I didn't like doing that. I said, you know what? Let me take my own pictures. So I went out, got a camera. It was, at the time, it was a little bridge camera, which in people that don't know who that, what a bridge camera is, it's a, it's a in between a point and shoot and a DSLR. It's okay. like right in between. Okay. And um, so I bought one of those, start doing my own pictures for my graphic design work. And, um, because I started learning about doing the graphic design, I started learning about copyright laws and all this shit and um, plagiarism, all this. So okay. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to avoid all that as much as I can. So started doing my own pictures. Um, but because I had that camera, family members would be like, hey, you got, you got a camera, don't you? Um, won't you, can you take pictures of us? Yeah, family, yeah, yeah, family yeah. pictures and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, I didn't think nothing of it. So now I ain't been touching photography for a while now. Right. So I kind of had to like get re-learn, myself yeah. relearn, right? So first thing I did, I had to go take a pictures of my cousin and his ex or his ex-wife now, but they were doing an engagement shoot. Okay. So I was like, sure, I'll, I'll do them pictures for y'all. I didn't have no lighting equipment, no nothing like that. All I had was that bridge camera. So I said, dang, what what can I do to take good pictures with just this camera? So I looked up on YouTube, and I start, you know, typing in the search engine, looked up some natural light photography, you know. Um, saw this guy named Cliff Mountner. <laughs> Cliff Mountner changed my life. <laughs> He's a wedding photographer, right? Based okay. out in uh, Philadelphia. Okay. And he used to work for the Philadelphia Inquirer for a number of years and transitioned into wedding photography. And he's one of the most well-known wedding photographers in the in the world. Okay. And um, But he had a little thing on YouTube. There's a couple of them. And... It would teach you how to take pictures in natural light. And um, so I studied that those little videos and went and did my uh, cousin's engagement shoot. And the pictures turned out pretty good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I kind of like this. Like, <laughs> And so I went out and bought another camera, but this time it was an actual DSLR. Okay. And... Got a couple lenses to go with it and started taking more pictures. And then if I got in a tight spot, I'd refer back to back when I shot film. Because if you know the film, you know how to get out of certain situations that people don't know with digital. 
And that was another thing was the digital made me like it again. Yeah, that, that, I was about to ask you yeah. that when you got finished, like, because you said it previously that you didn't like it because you didn't like going to, into the dark room, yeah. doing film and all of that. Yeah. And then now you was entering into a stage of digital stage. Yeah. So the digital era, rather. Exactly. Yeah. And now because of the VC, there's Photoshop. Right. Illustrator, all them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was already... Like getting good at Photoshop and Illustrator at that time, right? Because you, you practice because I was, and that's what you got. Ex- one, one of your degrees, in. yes. Yeah. And um, so when I went to go edit pitch those pictures and stuff, I was like, okay, I kind of know how to edit them a little bit, you know. And it was actually fun because now I'm on a computer, you know. I got this little little drawing pad thing, you know. <laughs> um, Instead of sitting in the dark room. Instead of sitting in the dark room, exactly. Hang, hanging pictures hanging up. Hanging pictures up. Because I had to chemicals, be Chemicals, yeah. all that shit. Hey, listen. Shaking the canisters, all this bullshit. James, I, I don't know if you ever had the opportunity to be in the dark room, like, as far as photography-wise. I didn't know. All right, so even with, um, like I said, I was in graphic design. One of the classes that we had to take was a photo class. So shout out to uh, Mr. Henderson. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I didn't learn anything, uh, and that and that's not on him because he's a great teacher. He's a great photographer as well. He's uh, I don't know if he still lives in Dayton. I don't I don't even know if he really still teaches right now too. But he's a photographer from Dayton. I'll say that much. Um, but uh, the thing is, is that we had a whole. It was like a, a hidden wall in our classroom and they had one of them sliding doors and as soon as you go in there it's a dark room you got the red light got these tubs man you gotta take the picture dip it in the right solution hang it up look at it make sure it's it's it's, it's, one it's extreme two excuse me it's extreme three it was stupid but because it's like as you're doing like because I, I mean like it's te- it's teaching you the basics but even at that time like digital was on its way you know yeah. what I'm saying like it, it was at the beginning stages of it because yeah. they started coming out with digital cameras and then later on phones started having cameras and all of that so it was in the beginning stages but they was like we still gonna teach you the basics so as far as uh, a little brief detail about the dark room and what he's talking about yeah. I I, def- <laughs> I definitely understand and like I said yeah. I didn't I learned a little bit but I really didn't go to that class well just as a question though what what would you say is your favorite camera your favorite brand Nike, I'm a Nikon shooter. Nikon, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right Most- now right now I shoot with uh mirrorless. I I got the Z system now. Like I had upgraded a whole bunch of times. I've had probably this is like my. I've done had seven DSLRs, okay, <laughs> and uh, sold a couple of them. But then a couple of my keep just in case something breaks down. Yeah. Like I always have something to go back or continue a shoot or something. But uh, yeah, I love Nikon because that's what Cliff Mountainer shot with. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, freaking um, I did um. I started shooting those, uh, family and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I could, like, you know, 
make some money. Make some money at this, you right. know, because they paid they paid me to do it. So, okay. um, I started upgrading my equipment, stuff like that. But I one thing that I kept doing, and I know some people don't be doing it because I know a couple of friends of mine that do photography, they don't keep learning. Yeah. You know, it's like you got to keep learning, 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 and um, even. To, even to this day, I'm always learning something new, you know. Uh, and the best thing is YouTube University. Yes, sir. <laughs> that will teach you everything. Everything. You know, look, everything. Up the, look, look up the right video. Yeah, look, yeah seriously. And it's like, it's, it's right there in your face. Like, why not? You know? But uh, I learned a lot of it from YouTube. And then if I get stuck on something that YouTube's not handling, I just revert back to film. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, is like, say I'm shooting an event or something, and I want to make sure that I'm getting everybody in focus. And they're walking down at high speed or something. So how am I going to capture that, <laughs> you know, right. without motion blur or not having them in focus or having the focus point where it needs to be? Well, you revert back to film and you adjust your aperture, your lens. And what I'll do sometimes, I'll, I'll take my autofocus, I'll turn it off and put on manual focus. Okay. And I'm focused so far out, so I have this big old gap of in focus area, mm. a huge depth of field. So at that point, because of the lens, because of the aperture I'm using, it don't matter about me autofocusing now. I could just hit the shutter. Mm. Everybody's in focus all of a sudden. But that's something I learned from the film days. Okay. And um, so that's what I mean when I say, like, I'll revert back to film because they don't really teach that now. They Because everything's a autofocus point it tracks you and all this stuff right but everybody wants to shoot at a low aperture and a low aperture means that you're going to have a wide open lens but your depth of field is going to be very small so you get like the blurry background all that stuff right but you don't always shoot that way sometimes you like if you're shooting a group of people if you're shooting a group of people you got to get everybody in focus <laughs> Right. You know, so because when they look at them pictures, they they want to see the smile on Aunt Susie's face. Right. They don't want to see a hair of person, the hairs of the person's head that got their head turned in focus, and everybody else is blurry. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So you do what you got to do to get everybody in focus. You know, but uh, yeah. Okay. So what you say is your. Uh far as uh, your favorite uh, location or environments to shoot indoor or outdoor? Uh, I prefer outdoor, but I'm versed in all of it. So okay. I can shoot indoor and outdoor. But uh, I, li I like going outdoors because there's more... I like the variety out there, and I like the challenges that they present. Okay. okay. So mm -hmm. that, that leads me up to my next question. My okay. next question is... Uh, name the the top three things that you love about what you do. Um, see, I, I like I like making people happy. <laughs> That's probably number one. Um, my idea is to be able to have the same client hit me up again, invite me over to their home to take pictures or something. But when I walk in that door, 
I see a picture that I took hanging up on their wall. Right, right. That's 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 an awesome feeling, you know. Um, and then them talk about it like, oh yeah, I showed this picture to so and so and so and so, and they loved it. You know that 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 really melts my heart. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is, I'd say, when I'm allowed to be creative. We could be creative as we can, but as photographers, but sometimes we can't be as creative as we want to be. <laughs> we can only control so much. Okay. Like if I'm doing an event, there's only so much control that I have. So I take what I can control, use that to my advantage. But those times when I'm doing like a, a pinup shoot or something like that, now I got full control. I create what I got in my head. Yeah. You know, and those are fun. Uh, and then another thing that I like about it is just the simple fact that you're producing something that no one else, not the average person, could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, not saying that people can't learn it. Everybody can learn it. Right. But it's something that puts value on me. It's an art form. It's an art form, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's and that's solid, man. And, and, and I'll ask you that question because... A lot of people get into these type of businesses, um, and they're doing it just for the money. They're doing it just for the bread. Like, okay, all I'm seeing is financial reasons, Uh which there's nothing wrong with that. But it's always good to have a love and have a passion for what you do. Yeah. And I was just curious on what your your love or your passions was. Yeah. And making people happy. <laughs> that's that's solid, man, and Thanks, that, and, man. That, and that's great, and, and being creative and everything. That's that's definitely solid. So leading up to my last question, now unless uh, uh, James has any, got any anything else? Uh, not right now that I can think of. Okay. Uh, so my last question that I do have for you, right? Okay. <laughs> well, as far as last question, I got scripted. Put it that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says, um, "What's your biggest failure, and what did you learn from it?" In, in photography. Okay. My biggest failure is every time I shoot. Mm. Explain. <laughs> every time I shoot, I make some sort of mistake. Now, not saying that I'm making a bad picture or nothing. Mm-hmm. People love the pictures. Okay. Okay. But me being, my my eyes are trained, so I see a flaw that other people ain't going to see. Every single time I could point a flaw out in my work. And every single time I do what I got to do to make that flaw erase. Okay. Okay? So I try to erase every flaw, every shoot, which in turn, I I think it makes me get better and better and better and better each shoot, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I've learned not to be cocky, you know? A lot of people be cocky about their shit. (laughs) And here, right here in Dayton, <laughs> right, <laughs> I, and um, this just not the way to be, you know. I mean, I try to be humble about it, you know. Like, um, and like if I go on a shoot, I, I try to be as small as I could be. I try to be unnoticed. Mm-hmm. I know other photographers that get out there, man. I ain't trying to bash nobody, but they'll get out there and they'll put on a show, man. Mm-hmm. And like that ain't about you. It's about whatever this party like, is. Yes, yes, give me more. Yes, yeah. Yes, and it's like yes. it, it's for it's for the people. It's for yeah. them. It, they trying to have a good time. You there to document, you know? Or if I'm 
shooting somebody and we out like on a in, in, in on a lake or something mm-hmm. and they in the water or something and she and I'm shooting the the the, the girl or whatever and um she started getting cold. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, just stay in there a little bit longer. No, you're getting cold. All right, let's get you warm real quick, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> well, not, not like that. No, but like, 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 let's get her dry. Let's get her dry, let's get her dry it up. James, why are you being so dirty? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, bro. I mean, yeah. you said it, bro. I said it, bro. Where you going to hear that, brother? <laughs> but no, but, 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 let's, let's get her warm so she could continue to shoot, you know? Right. But it's like. I can't be, I got to let the customer's needs override my needs. Right. You know, um, it ain't about me. It's about them. <laughs> they hire me to do something for them. Right. I do have a, I do you have know. a uh, question. Uh, yeah. Can you think of a time mm-hmm. of, I'll say, like your worst experience with a customer? So you was almost like, I can't work with this motherfucker, bro. I can't. I can't. Work with you, I'm pretty. Sh- shorten it up to uh, like one major one. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, okay. I'll put to you like this: those customers never make it past the interview. Mm. <laughs> the way I got my stuff set up, they never shoot with me. Okay. Oh, yeah, they they never get a chance to shoot with me. Oh, so that means you have a, like a consultation. I have a consultation. The way my pricing structured, the way my interview is structured, it's designed to weed the people out that are going to give me bullshit. Okay. You know. That's solid. That's good business. So, um, and I learned it over time. Right. And. That's where I'm at. (laughs) So, whenever I, like, like, say I get a client now today, Mm -hmm. and when I book them. If, if anything is off, I make an adjustment. Okay, so I, I just to interject, but on the same thing. Yeah. So let's give an example. Let's say me personally, we're yeah. right here. So, yeah. hey, Matt, I, uh, I'm interested in a photo shoot. How will we go from there? Okay, so if you come to me and say, okay, I want a photo shoot, say you, like, message me or something on mm-hmm. uh, Facebook or something like that. Okay. Um, I'll respond to you. I try to get to you within the day. Okay. And um, not ask, you know, like, what are you trying to shoot? Like, you trying to do a portrait shoot, or is this for a birthday or something, right? Okay, well, Matt, I'm trying to shoot a, um, well, we you know I do a podcast, so okay. I just kind of want some behind-the-scenes pictures and okay. some still pictures as we do the show. Cool. Yeah, um, I would, um, I would ask you did you want to do it like at your home or your wherever your podcast is yes like that okay so you want to do it at at your at at my home where we do the podcast i want you to take the pictures as as we're doing our cast some behind the scenes maybe some close-ups maybe a a couple of group photos okay uh, as we're all sitting there doing our thing okay so then i'd ask you about yourself what kind of what's your podcast about well, our podcast is uh, it's pretty broad. We talk about a lot of different things. Uh, one of our major niches is the fact that we talk about the things that a lot of folks don't think black folks or young folks talk about. 
Um, we talk about depression. We talk about entertainment. We talk about anxiety. We talk about relationships. We talk about uh, friendships. Everything. everything. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Uh, your favorite moments. You okay. know, movies. Uh, we we talk about a lot of stuff. We kind of we kind of all the way around the board uh, when it comes to our podcast. Okay. So how long you been doing it for? Uh, well, right now we're about to enter our third season. Okay. And how do you you like it? Oh, I love it. Love it. That's what's up. You got high passion for it? I do. Okay. That's good. Uh, how many people do you got shoot, uh, doing your podcast with you? Uh, well, right now <laughs> I have two. I have technically three three co-hosts. Okay. Uh, one is a co-host slash engineer. Okay. And I have two main co-hosts. Okay. No, you shouldn't have rolled with it. Flip the reverb on the uh on the uh Yeah, nah. Press that button. So then I asked you like what um what made you come to me and how'd you hear about me? I'd ask you that. Oh, word of mouth. Uh, I seen a, I came across a couple of uh, your photos that you posted on Instagram okay. and social media. And um, I've also heard that you do pretty good work from an outside source okay. or uh, somebody that I, a friend of mine told me that you that you did good work. Okay. And based off those photos that you've seen, what made you like those pictures? I mean, I feel like you got a good eye. All of those, was it, they was really good pictures. And I just want some okay. things that... Either I can post on uh, social media, okay, and maybe a couple of things I can actually like have some memorable moments I can post on my wall. Okay, okay, so it's more like for advertising and stuff like that. Yeah, between and advertising, sh- I at least want one like major good one. I don't know if it's a group that we have to a group photo that we can either do before or after the show, but a, a nice photo to where I can like okay. hey, actually hang up and be like hey, this this is a first class podcast. Oh, okay, and um. Also, what what is your um, when did you need all this done by? Um, it depends on uh, it's it's no immediate rush actually. Okay. Um, if you're available by the time we do our next show, we do a show every two weeks. Okay. If you're available, then we can go ahead and shoot then. However, okay. however long it takes you to edit, it's fine with me. It's no rush. Okay. And so what um, what I do is I would after that point mm-hmm. I would. Um, Ask you about like your budget, you okay. know what? What do you, how how much you trying to spend all that stuff, um, and see if it may may even be an ongoing thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. For be based off your situation, right? Okay. Uh, where I would come shoot you probably like every like three months or so. Okay. You know, and um, and then after that, we would go into the pricing and stuff like that. Um, and that will go from there at that point. Okay. And uh, like I said, like the way my, the way I do my pricing and stuff like that, it's usually I get a third or a half down depending on what type of shoot it is. Okay. And what that'll do is it a, uh, uh, if you're serious, you'll commit to it. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. you're gonna pay that money anyway. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But as photographers. Um, we have to be, I don't know what it is with photographers, but photographers, artists, graphic designers, people treat them <laughs> like, 
You know what I'm saying? Like we like it's easy. Like it's easy, or they don't have to follow the um, the rules of transactions. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, fuck you, <laughs> I said it. Yeah, it's like. And you gotta be firm about it. You gotta treat your thing like a business because that's what it is. Yeah. And like, if I go, if I go to the supermarket and buy something, I can't walk out of the supermarket with merchandise without paying for it. You could. It just wouldn't be a good idea. <laughs> and there's not there's not one industry where you could literally. Walk out with something, yeah, for, right. free. for free. Even even at the uh, restaurants, if you go to a restaurant, you'll get your food before you pay. Yeah, but you can't walk out before you pay. Right. I mean, you can't walk out before you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Until you pay that money. Right. So even though you've eaten it already, but you're still in that restaurant, they make you wash dishes or they get your license plate, and next you know, police knocking on your door. Right. So. There's no industry to where you don't pay something before you actually have the, receive, service. Have the service. So what the down payment does is it ensures that the person getting the picture taken wants to get their picture taken. Yeah. If they want it taken, they will pay for it. Right. And um, you would get the down payment, uh, set a date. If there's anything that you need to collaborate on, like, say, if I say, um, how's the lighting in here? Say I've never been in here before. Right. But how's the lighting in here? Dim. You see what I'm saying? It's dim. So my next thing is I'd ask that question because that way I'll know if I need to bring my lighting or not. Right. Or I'll see where the light placement is and see if it's lighting up your face is good. Something like like this around. lighting, yeah, like this lighting right here, the way y'all have it in here, it lights up y'all's faces perfectly. Yeah. Okay, but then I have to go by quantity. It may not be enough light. Right. So maybe I need to put something up by where this is at to light your faces up. Reflect, reflect a little bit more. Okay. And that way I get a better exposure IQ on my camera, which gives you a cleaner image. You know what I'm saying? But um, you have to, you know, get those questions in so I could build a plan. Okay. You know? And, um, if you don't build a plan, then you just impromptu. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. yeah. And it, it could, you're just winging it. You right. know, you don't really don't want to wing certain things. Some yeah. things you, True. yeah, especially if it's going to go up on your podcast and your websites and all that stuff. You know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, James, do you have anything else? Man, you ain't got all mine, man. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All right. Cool, 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 man. Uh, well, Matt, man, I appreciate you for coming on. This is the first episode for of sure. First Class Interviews, and I appreciate you being the first person that I interview. For sure. Uh, good friend of mine, one of my brothers, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I mess with you, man, hard. The long way. <laughs> um, for sure. So before we uh, close it all the way out, um, I ask you one thing. Okay. Is there any questions that you have for us? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Um, well, um, 
when y'all want the shoot done. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, we can, we can definitely talk. We can talk about that. Yeah, at, for after, sure. After, for after sure. the show. <laughs> hey, before I forget though, yeah, uh, man. Tell, tell everybody mm-hmm. uh, where they can find your information at, where they can get your okay. contact info. All right. Um, your best bet to get a hold to me is probably on Facebook. Okay. And it will be uh, prime, just type in Prime Effects Photography. And my thing, I'm the only Prime Effects Photography in the world. <laughs> so How is that spelled? It's P-R-I-M-E, then the letters F-X. Okay. And then photography. Okay. And the F-X, what it stands for is like effects. Like not, it's not like. Spelled out. Spelled out, but it's just like abbreviated for effects, like oh. adding effects to a photo or something, something like that. But that that's just something I came then prime is, you know, number one. Like right. so one effects photography. So prime effects photography. That's kinda how I came up with the name for that's it. Dope. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. And that's but, the best that's the best. That, that's that 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 one or my email, which is prime effects photography at gmail dot com. Okay, repeat that one more time. Prime Effects Photography at gmail.com. That's P R I M E F X Photography all together at gmail.com. All right, cool. Yeah. So if you're looking for family photos, man, or I know uh, COVID messed up a lot of stuff, but if you yeah, got family photos, wedding year. photos, birthday mm-hmm. photos, or, you know, just, just want to have somebody come capture some moments for you. Uh, make sure you you, uh, you look at my man Matt and uh, Prime Effects Photography. Look for him on Facebook. Join this page. Or also hit him on his uh, email as well. Uh, I appreciate you for coming down, man. Thank you. I appreciate Thanks it most. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, anytime, man. If We can we can redo a, a, a separate interview later on, you know? Okay, I mean? <laughs> for sure. You know, I always do a comeback. Like, so since the last time we talked to you, <laughs> you know. But, you know, it's all, it's all in good fun, man. It's all in good thing. This is a new... Uh, a new segment that I'm uh, that uh, that we're gonna be pushing this year uh, as well. So if you know anybody, Matt, that has that's in business, that's maybe looking for uh, sure. that wants to broaden out, you know, kind of stretch their their market, then please send them my way, oh, and, we to, and we can try and we can try to set got up a couple people in mind. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Facts, facts. Yeah. And uh, that's what's up, man. That's brothers, brothers helping brothers do business, man, and oh, I, and I love sure. it. Uh, well, that concludes this first episode of First Class Interviews. Thank you, people. I'll see you next time. Adios.